welcome to this week's episode of Dum Dum, Dum, Dum Die, an all-female, all-awesome D&D 5th edition homebrew podcast set in my homebrew world of Kalandos, my being me, being Carla Harris, your GM. And around the table, I have my fantastic players, and they're going to introduce themselves, starting on my right. My name is Kristen, and I play Oriole. Hiya, I'm Wednesday, and I play Zantelarian. And I'm Nicole, and I play Darby. And what we do every start of the actual play is we get someone to recap what happened in character, what happened previously. However, you can, as always, go back and listen to it. I always suggest that as the characters sometimes don't see everything or notice everything. And also, um, it's just always better that way. Plus, you, you get secret sneaky tidbits that even the characters might not know yet. But if you'd like to just jump straight into the story today with previously on Dum Dum Die, we have Darby. Previously on Dum Dum Die. That sounds so cool. <laughs> um, previously on Dum Dum Die, what had happened was me being Darby, being amazing, <laughs> totally stole the show. I mean, I totally saved everyone's lives and I totally gave Zantelarian some points to stay alive so he definitely definitely owes me wink wink nudge nudge but we killed a few of those mechanical bird human things and then i definitely acid splashed one of them and they fell straight into the sea so again i saved the day not trying to brag about anything but i mean that's exactly what happened i just gotta say totally feeling myself right now well i mean Dobby did save the day, but Dobby also may or may not have shattered the boat. We'll find out in this week's episode of Dum Dum Die. So what has just happened is the final bird that was moving and the final set of wings that was moving has fallen now into the ocean. With that, we can drop out of initiative. What do you guys do? Fix the mast that Darby broke. Uh, well, the captain and one of the crew members is absolutely, two of the crew members, sorry, oh, is wait, absolutely. I'm blue. Oh, uh, yes, Darby and Oriel turned blue over the past, past episode as well. That is true. And also, I'd just like to mention, I did not break the mast. You tried to fix it, but instead. Turned blue. Broke it even more and then turned blue, but yeah. As you are having the discussion, the captain and the two crew members are actually trying to fix the mask. Mast. Okay, I would like to invoke whatever it is Selena's orb does. All right, how are you going to do that? I am going to hold it, be well, cup it in my hands, and like pray to it and give it a kiss, I guess. Okay, um, do you have anything in specific you'd like to happen, or are you just generically... I suspect that it does something to strength, and I would like to try and let's not get this boat does not need to collapse right now, <laughs> is okay. what I'm thinking. So, so I want to be able strength. to help. All right, uh, roll a D percent, roll your D percentiles for me. 68. Okay. As you hold it, you try and press it inwards, but being that it's quite a solid glass ball, um, nothing happens. It does appear to really catch catch the the twilight, well, the moonlight, so... Yeah. Okay, then I'm going to pocket it and I'm going to go and help the captain with the ship. As you pass the mast, you see that the captain is using each crew member's bracing the mast with uh, a rope from either end. And there is a crew member still lying on the floor. 
the captain seems to be very concerned with how we're going to peg the ropes down onto the deck so that the mast will stay taut. Oral will walk behind the captain. Has the captain seen that she's turned blue? Uh, No, the captain's very, very intent on the mast. Actually, all the crew members that are up and about are intent on the mast. Okay, then she's going to offer up to Ray of Frost, but from a very close quarters, the... To secure the ropes. Okay. Uh, Captain Dorian. Ah, yes. Uh, I can help. I can freeze the ropes onto the boat. Uh, no, no, that that won't be necessary. If um, if you and the rest of your crew members could find a way to possibly pinion the ropes down so that my crew members don't need to hold it up. that Wait, all the birds are gone, right? Well, there's still one on the ship, but he's not going anywhere. Those wings don't move. What? The wings don't move. Oh, oh, all right. That, that ship first, wings later. I just had an idea. Is it about the ship? And, and he's <laughs> saying everything to you as he's directing the yeah. uh, the the crew members with their hands. And you can see if you look at the two crew members who are holding the mast um, steady on opposite ends, uh, their faces are straining with sweat. Okay. I'm going to go walk up to that remaining um, bird thing whose wings are stopped from moving because yes, my daggers are jammed inside it. And push it over towards where those ropes are. And I'm going to take a rope tied around its neck and then push it down onto the ground so it can hold one rope. Um, all right. But like face down so that the wings still can't move. Face down so the wings yeah. still can't move. Um, you're not in a rush. You just. This is my plan. I'm helping. No, no. I'm just checking. Are you in a rush or not? No. Nope. Okay, because you're not in a rush, you don't dislodge the knives um, from the wings, and you do so, and it pinions down that side of the rope. I stand with my hands on my hips and smile. Xanth, there's still another rope. There are other bodies and wings on the ship still. There's about, not about, there is, there's four still. All right, Darby, it's time to use your orc heritage and uh, help me drag some dead birds over. Okay. And Dobby helps Sant. As you do so, you see that there is still a crew member lying yeah. underneath the Oriel goes to help the crew member. Uh, she's going to use... Didn't you give him your healing potion? No, I gave another one a healing potion. Uh, I need to give this guy a healing potion. My bad. Also, did none of us take healing spells? Like, no. Well, I mean, I, I can do another aura of vitality. No, no, it's okay. Let's just use it. Potion of healing. She holds it by the neck, but like uh, badly. Mm-hmm. So as his head lolls back, and she just like jams it like a bottle. <laughs> as you as you tip the bottle in, it appears to run slowly out the bottle because there's no suction coming from the uh, person, and you're unsure if it's because night has fallen or because your skin is blue. But uh, he feels very cold. Don't you die on me now. You yeah, get she's no going response. To shake the bottle of. Healing person into You get no response. Darby's going to just step in and do the aura of vitality. Cast aura of vitality. All right. And that just is. Just wasting spells, yeah. <laughs> well, I feel like I killed him. I should be the one to bring him <laughs> back to life. As you do so, the the crew member whose rope you um, you took away from him and pegged with the bird is looking on in shock at at the third crew member. 
That's lying down. I have a question. So did we pinion both ropes now with dead birds? Well, uh, one no. is a live bird, the other one is a dead bird. Uh, no, you've only pinioned uh, the, one side. the one side. Okay, yeah. can Darby quickly... Okay, Darby's going to quickly help Zant do the other one. Gloria so, will start doing CPR. And as soon as we've done that, then he's going to cast Aura of Vitality. All right, so as you take it across to Pinion, uh, the other one, you drag the nearest yeah, nearest yeah. one. You hear, everyone here is coming from, it's almost muffled, but uh, only ever so slightly. In the voice of Rain, it says, oh, you've lost two, as you try and complete CPR. Aura looks up with her eyes huge. What does it mean by Two. As the as the crew member who's looking on at um and then starts cradling the the crew member in his arms. Okay, I'm gonna start counting us. So I'm gonna one blue thing, okay. half fork, beautiful. Where's the booze? The captain and the crew, the remaining crew member who have now. Now that the master's done, he shouts to the the crew member that was holding that last rope, uh, go downstairs and check what, go below deck and check what happened. And then he turns and draws his sword and he go, heads to the one that's still alive and starts just stabbing it underneath. And he's shouting, you'll never do this to me again. And he starts stabbing the, the boat. Okay. Zantalaren is going to slowly sort of walk around the boat and he's doing strange things like looking where the piles of rope are and behind barrels, <laughs> things that are taller than dwarves. He's looking behind all of those things. All right, roll perception for me. Eight. Even with an with that, you realize because there wasn't that much on the on deck. You you do have to pick your way past some of the birds and the wingspans, but mm, there's nothing untoward on the ship other than the birds with the wingspans on, on deck, but also there's nothing dwarf sized. Okay. The two of them are busy healing. No, that guy, right? just standing there with her eyes huge. And I'm busy You're, roping. No, the rope is done already. Oh, has that been done? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then I'm, I'm there yeah. by uh, Oriel. I'm ready to do the aura, aura vitality, but I'm also looking for rain because I heard the bird talk in rain's voice. Well, you can see that from the the way the crew member's holding the other one, yeah, in his lap, you he's dead. You imagine that? I mean, you could do a a check and see. Darby's still gonna try. Cool. So yeah, Darby cast aura of vitality. Well, you did cast aura of healing, so it. How long does the spell last for? Because then essentially up you to one st- minute. Up to one minute. Yeah, I would say no. No. No, it, it's not still a minute, so you'd have to recast it, yeah. Yeah. All right, you start your aura of healing. Yep. Uh, you send healing to him. Uh, you feel like it does nothing. He doesn't revive. You hear, um, as soon as the captain starts stabbing the bird, that you hear, uh, once again, Rain's voice, but this time it's saying, Ow! Help me! Zantlaren is going to run to the side of the ship. What is it called? Like the railing on the edge. Mm-hmm. And start shouting down into the water. Into the water? Yeah. Rain, rain, are you drowning? Where are you? Yeah, Darby's going to also like, rain, rain. 
All right. Uh, both of you roll perception for me as you lean out over the banister. Oriel, what are you doing? She's just sitting in shock. Seven. Seven. Eleven. Eleven. You see which side of the boat did you go to? Starboard. Star. <laughs> I don't even know which side that is. Starboard's actually the back. I don't think this is a no, no, starboard's left starboard's and right. I was like port, starboard, fore and aft. So uh, port is left, so starboard's right. Yeah. Quick question. They both look the same, so I don't know. The oh, if the dot's at the bottom, then it's a six. It's a six, yeah. Eleven. Okay, correct. Cool. And which side do you go to? The same so, side as Zantelarian? No, I'll go the opposite side. Uh, so Zant, you see nothing. It is also still, it's get, gotten quite dark. Um, I've got dark vision though. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's the ocean. The, other than the yeah. moonlight, there's nothing really mm. um, to see. On the, however, on your side, uh, Darby, is also where the moon's uh, mm. reflection is. Uh, you see something glinting in in the sea. Uh, it looks like the material. How far away is it? From from where the boat touches the water, it's probably ten feet away. Okay, so Darby's going to scream, guys, guys, come this side and look at what's in the water. It looks like the material. As you do so, the captain stops shouting. He stands up and he calls out to uh, the gentleman below deck. He shouts, Smithens, what's the situation below deck? And then he looks at the two crew members, the one being held in um, the other one's arms. And he stops shouting and he looks at Oriel frozen. And he's blue. And blue. And he looks confused and he heads over to uh, the body and he like leans over and investigates and he raises his head and he says to Oriel, he says, why didn't you help him? And then at that time you would have shouted, guys, guys, come on. I tried. It was too late. Darby's still screaming. Is she not below deck? Okay, I rush so over then, to where someone down is. with you. And then you hear from uh, below the deck, uh, no, Captain, but we have a problem. Yeah, you should come down here. Uh, the other crew member's just cradling the dead crew member in his arms. Okay, uh, I'm going to where Darby is. As you go, Darby, I assume you're going to point out. I am, um, and I literally, I want to, uh, is there one of those rope things? with? Let the- me do it. I'll do it. I take out my thieves' tool, grab a grappling hook. Okay, you're going to grapple the material. Yes, I'm going to try and basically fish it out. Because oh. you said it's about 10 feet off the side of the boat. Yeah. Was and the grappling hook would have been quite long in any case because I use it to climb buildings and shit. Yeah, I mean, look, if you, if you needed this rope on, on deck, you could find rope. Yeah. But rope's not good enough. I need something to hook it to pull it in. No, but I mean to add to oh, the length to of your the... grappling hook. That would unbalance it. You can't have a giant knot in the middle of your grappling hook. <laughs> Look, I don't, you, I'm not a thief. I don't know how grappling hooks work. Neither um, do I, actually. As, <laughs> as you uh, are, go about doing that, uh, the captain looks at you and he looks at the crew member that's lying in uh, the other one's arms and he, he shakes the other one and, and he says, um, Blackheath, come on. Uh, we've we've got to see what's underneath, and and then he walks past you and he pats you on the back as well, and he says, "I'm I'm sure you did the best you could. Time is now to worry for the living." 
And then he rushes downstairs and he drags the other crew member with him. Okay, what um, do I need to roll? Uh, for the grappling hook, yeah. roll uh, acrobatics for me. Natural oh. 20. Okay, well, oh, I was going to say sleight of hand. But either way. Mm. As you throw the grappling hook over, it almost seems to sail just above the, the material. And it almost it looks as if the material grabs onto it and then brings it back. And it's, it's definitely hooked. However, your grappling hook is sinking a little bit. Okay, I'm going to pull it in. You're going to reel it in. You mm -hmm. totally do that. Um, as you reel it in and you bring it back onto the, onto the deck, you realize that uh, the grappling hook has not actually per, uh, penetrated the material. It just appears to the material and the bundle that's inside appears to have sat in the almost the clutches of the three hooks. So in the center of the three hooks and has not been penetrated. This is strange. Yeah. It's rain. Um, at that, you hear from Dan says, um, everyone should get down here as quickly as you can. I have a question. Um, Oriel? She's not responding. You went to school, right? Can dwarves swim? Everyone should get down here as quickly as you can. Okay, and uh, bring, bring uh, buckets. Lots of buckets. Oh, God. Okay. Okay, everybody, just just pull yourselves together. Just go downstairs, and then we're going to look for rain. Where's rain? I suspect that even if dwarves could swim, with that amount of armor, she would have sunk. Don't say that. Don't say that. Everybody Dad. get down here as fast as you can. You hear shouting from reverberating through the floors of the ship as uh, the captain is trying to intimidate you into coming downstairs. He shouts with a strong, bold voice. Everyone, please make a, a wisdom saving throw. Nine. Mm -hmm. Critical fail. Critical fail. Uh, six. Cool. At that, as he shouts the second time, Oriel snaps you out immediately. You need to get downstairs. Um, and the two of you, you realize that something very important is happening downstairs and maybe rains there. You don't know. No one's checked. Okay. Okay. And I just, I grab onto the material and whatever's mm -hmm. in it and I just run downstairs. Okay. I, I don't, I don't run. It's not sexy, but I'm going to do like a brisk walk. Well, I mean, the, dick. the ship isn't large, so yeah. You, even if you do run, Dobby, you you run like four feet, and then you get. Um, yeah. As as you descend down below deck, you see that the the captain and his two crew members are sort of where the water was and where your pot plant was uh, sitting. Oil. The pot plant appears to be floating almost on a, a little puddle that looks like it's is spreading and two of the water casks are cracked and leaking and you think maybe there's a hole somewhere because there appears to be a lot of water below deck. Uh, it's probably around everyone's uh, just it's it's wetting your soles of your of your feet of your shoes as you walk. Okay, I want to see if I can find the hole. All right, uh roll. What is it? Investigation or is it Perception. Darby also wants to check. Well, I mean, yeah, roll investigation for me. Uh, you can also roll, Darby. 
Can Oreo roll as well? Yeah, so actually, if you're also going to look for the... Does she need to roll to save TJ? Well, I mean, the, it's bobbing along, so it's it's not getting sucked into the ocean. So okay. you can pick up the teacher and put her. Could she attach the teacher to her staff, to her quarter staff, because that's where um, it sits anyway? Sure. Like just click it in, and also wants to help look for the hole. So you see, what you're seeing is in the center of the the room. So in front of the captain's door, you see the captain and the two uh, crew members. Uh, have started a bucket chain, but they only have one bucket and they're tipping it out uh, the window by in the captain's office. Okay. Okay, eight. Eight. Unnatural 20. Unnatural 20. Okay, but by that time they would have found it uh, with that unnatural 20. So the captain shouts and he goes, I think it's coming from over there. Just find, find, find the, the hole and plug it up. You see that um, sort of where your beds were, or where the one blanket that Oriole had laid out was, it appears that that blanket is getting, is extremely wet in a center patch, even though the whole blanket's wet, but it's mm. extremely wet and it appears to be slightly lower than the rest of the blanket. So it looks like it's getting sucked yeah. uh, downward. Can Oriole and ray of frost the whole blanket? Ray of frost the blanket. Um, to plug the hole. You can. It is covered in water, so if you rail frost, it might extend to wherever the water touches. Well, surely that would plug the whole ship then. I mean, you can do it. Yeah, Darby was going to do the same thing. Do you tell each other what you're doing? So I'm going to say... Oriel's not super responsive at this moment. Because also you don't know where the hole is because no one has said where the hole is mm. and only Darby uh, okay. really knows Never where mind. the hole is. Um, guys, I found the hole. I'm going to ray of frost it. Uh, and you point? At it? Yeah, I point at it. Uh, so Darby is pointing at the blanket, and w- once Darby has pointed it out, you can see that the blanket is slowly but surely getting sucked through, and water is seeping up through the blanket. Okay. So there's can obviously Oreo a hole under the cast ray of frost. Mm. You can absolutely both decide to cast ray of frost. Can we double it? <laughs> like if I do it and then she Make does a it on top, boat. basically, because <laughs> uh, then wouldn't? Because I'm assuming. Ice melts. Mm-hmm. Water melts ice. It is night. It's not hot. Uh, but doesn't water still melt ice? But it's magical ice. Mm. It's also magical. Okay, cool. Okay. Also, this okay. Is so let's we'll do it together science, then. Huh? Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> this is be ook. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be ook. Okay. Cool. All right. Roll your roll your attacks. Eighteen. Unnatural twenty. All right. Roll your damage. It's a D8, isn't it? Not a 20. Yeah, it is a D8. Five. Six. Um, so for 11. As you both focus your uh, ray of frost on the blanket, it starts to crack from the center of the, um, the blanket as the blanket hardens and then it spreads out to the rest of the blanket and starts to spread slightly faster into the water, freezing edges, uh, the edges of the water around the blanket. It appears to have stopped seeping um, water. However, there's still a little bit of water left in the boat, which the captain and the two crew members are shoveling a little bit. However, they they soon stop once they see that it's not getting more because it wasn't that deep yet. Now we need tools. Now we need to find rain. I don't know how long that will hold. It, exactly. It looks precarious. We need tools. I agree. We need tools, says the captain as he 
tells Blackhoff and Smithens to um, break open the barrels that were already yeah. broken open of the water and try and make a, a makeshift um, cover for yeah. where the blankets sit. I'm going to help them. I've got fast, fast hands. How far are we All right. from? Perfect. You do so, it'll probably take you, considering they're crew members and considering you've got fast hands, it takes you four minutes to fasten something together, which you are going to then plug over the blanket. Mm. As you guys start pressing down on the blanket, the blanket immediately cracks because the ice is so hard and water starts flowing in, but you plug the plug the hole. And I'm assuming somebody's coming to nail the thing. Yeah, the captain will come okay. and nail, nail it okay. fast. Um, how far are we from the land? Uh, from, from which land? Lady Starlers. Whichever land is the closest at this point. Well, it would be four back, four days back to Port Oroch and... Uh, Probably normally, I don't know, two two days to Lady Starless. I've ne- actually never never made it there before. Um, but with the mast, I, I'm going to say three days. Dobby, look, we're in the middle of the ocean. She was wearing a lot of armor. Wait, who was wearing? Where's your where's your dwarven friend? And then firebolt, like like a little bit of oh my God. flame, wants to just. It just like sparks from Darby's hand because Darby's been saying that Rain is missing. The captain sees you do that and he goes, but I, but I heard her. She was calling for help. Oh, that was the bird. Oh, I'm, I'm so sorry. And he looks at Oriel and, and he shakes his head and he's like, I'm so sorry. You, you've also lost someone. Um, Blackheart Smithens, let's, um. Let's leave them be to their own devices and we'll be, we'll be with our own devices. And he, as he passes each of you, he sort of pats you on the back and he heads upstairs. The other two follow uh, somberly. As they get to the top, in about five minutes, you start them hearing them sing a, a sad sea shanty. Darby is really angry. Like he's super angry. He's going to run on deck. And he's going to start screaming for rain. Like, he's going to be like, rain, rain. Like, where are you? Can you hear me? Like, give me a sign. Give me a signal. You know, like, he's just super angry. And if he doesn't hear anything, you said that there were more birds on deck. Yeah. So there's in total five birds on deck. Uh, um, You assume they're all dead. Would it be impossible for Darby to... Throw them overboard because also they're adding weight onto the ship. Um, it would be impossible for you to throw one overboard by yourself. Um, also, I, don't we need the heads? We need we need two of them to hold the rope. No, no. So we'll leave the two, but I'm saying the other three because obviously with their weight, it's going to add pressure onto the boat as well. Also, um, with their wingspans, they are taking up a lot of space on, on deck. Which, as you run up up onto deck, you have to pick your way past them. As you see, the the crew members and the captain are covering covering the third crew member who who has obviously passed away, and they're covering him in in his coat. And they're going to they look like they're about to hoist him overboard as the two bow their heads and the captain uh, begins to sing. As you shout, shout for rain. Um, what are the two of you doing, Oriel? Oriel's in absolute tears. She's not very responsive, but she she takes her Vladislavian ham and she she cuts a piece off 
and she walks up to the deck and she throws it and she goes, travel safe wherever you are. May bloody's love always be with you. And you throw ham. The piece of ham, yeah. Into the sea. So I followed Oriel and Mm -hmm. after she does that, I take my cloak off and wrap it on her shoulders and say, try not to be so blue. Oh, uh, you well had played. To. Lovely. Oh. Well played. Hi. Well, All right. Well, so, <laughs> so what happens? Because I hang out with Carla a lot. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's true. It's so good. Someone had to. Um, as you throw the um, the piece of ham into the ocean, Oriel, you feel a sudden sense of of calmness. Like wherever rain is in this world or the next, she's she's going to be okay. You're so used are standing quite near to where uh, the crew members are, and they look like they're getting prepared. They're saying their goodbyes. Uh, the two crew members are about to hoist uh, the other crew member up. Uh, Darby, as you run out and you start shouting for rain, rain, you feel almost from the silver material and from your gold material, you feel. That so? Where were you holding the silver material? Where were you holding the bundle? Were oh, you just it, holding it in your hand? My my material. Sorry, silver. I'm holding it. The so gold I've, material. It's like under my I arm. Have it here in my note. It's so the bundle's under my arm, like this. Like I'm almost. Yeah, it's just under the one arm. Um. So you feel almost as if the material is wrapping itself around your waist, the gold one, and you feel from your silver one also a. Uh, tightening around your shoulders and around your back as you as you call out for rain zant after your pun are you guys going to do anything um uh, i'm going to they're saying their goodbyes to the crew member yeah i'm gonna start hauling bird people off the deck i first want to cut their wings off though um as you look at the the bird people you realize you probably don't have the tools to cut off their wings can I take, take a, Can I look it. at the mechanism though? I'm very intrigued as to like how they work. Uh, you can absolutely cut the cloak off it. Okay. Okay. You're gonna start cutting the cloaks off. Yeah. I, well, off just one of them. I just want to see like how it works, what it is. Um, Royal takes part in the sailors and the crew members. She's just quiet. Yeah. Um, as you stand there, uh, the captain nods to you as he continues to sing. Um, and each crew member basically s- places a hand on on the crew member's chest and appears to whisper something into the crew member's ear and lifts their hand as the captain is singing, Away, away from you, my darling. Away, away, I'll be. I left my life for treasure and found my way to the sea. Um, are you going to... She's going to put her hand on his chest as well and she's going to whisper, travel well and may bloody love guide your way. Uh, please roll a deeper percent half for me. 50. Uh, 50. All right. As you uh, grab hold, as you touch the, the crew member's chest... You feel something in the palm of your hand. Okay. It feels almost like a seed. She will take it. Um, as you take it, you look at it and you realize that the seed, it's, it's pallor 
So the color of the seed looks almost the color of the of the crew member's skin. She's going to take the seed and find the nearest bucket-like thing, pot-like. I mean, there's mug shape. Yeah. Okay. She's fine. She'll find a mug and she'll take some of the soil out of her teacher's pot mm-hmm. and she'll put soil on top of it and she'll give it to the crew member who was cradling the the dead. Crew it's a blackness. Yeah. Uh, as you do so, the the seed begins to sprout almost immediately, and then the captain and the two crew members uh, he he thanks you and he puts down the the pot carefully, and then they tip the crew member overboard. Take care of him and water him regularly. Um, it looks like as they dip the crew member overboard, it appears the crew member starts to sink, and the piece of ham that was floating on it starts to sink as well and drift towards the crew member's body. Um, Blacketh says, thank you. And he picks up the the seedling and he looks to the captain and the captain looks around at the deck and he says, well, there's nothing for it. Um, let's get some rest and we'll deal with this in, in the morning. And the captain and the two crew members sort of head uh, below deck to try and find a place to sleep. Darby? Uh, Darby's... Standing, so Darby was pretty standing pretty close to where Oriel was, um, and the crew members and the captain, mm-hmm. and he knows that it was obviously his fault for um, the death of this crew member. So he's like really like trying not to cry, mm-hmm. and he like sheds a few tears, and he so no one can see him. He wipes it away, and he's like, okay, and then he sees what Santa's doing, and he goes straight to Santa, and he's like. Okay, you need to help me now. Um, as you approach Zan, Zan has cut away the cloth uh, um, on the back of one of the the bird-like uh, people. And as you do so, it appears the, the false wings ended in almost three steel mechanisms um, uh, and poles, rods, which appear to be buried underneath the, the feathers that this uh, bird-like's back is made of. And... It passes through the. It appears to sink into the feathers. This is very interesting. What Dar- do you need, Darby? Darby wants to burn off the feathers with his firebolt. Burn off the feathers or burn off the wings? Burn off the feathers so we can see what's happening before we throw him overboard. Please don't set the bird on fire. I'll, I won't. I won't. Like, just like a light. A gentle fireball. Yeah, like a gentle fireball. <laughs> Like um, a one finger one, not like a whole hand one. Okay, I'm going to get you to roll luck for me when we do that. Oriel, what are you up to? She's just going to find a, a spot. Probably she'll cry. She'll, the mast is broken. That's a bad idea. Uh, she's going to just find a place in the front of the boat and just kind of, she's taken Zan's coat and we'll just wrap up in a ball and watch in front of her. I mean, you can see them. The boat's not large, so you can see them. Um yeah, and after that you do feel almost radiating from the little piece of ham. You feel some, you know, some comfort. Yeah, she's feeling comforted, but she's just processing what's what's happened and what needs to still happen. And All right, Darby, roll your firebolt. Just don't get one. One. <laughs> one. Um, 14. 14. Okay, cool. That's a high enough roll. It had and a one in it. As you... As you cast firebolts uh, on the thing, 
you the feathers start to sizzle away um, because you you can see they're sizzling because the feathers almost had like a oily um, oily sheen to them. And as they sizzle away, you first see them flare into the the stem of the feather, that um, almost quill-like area, and then that too burns away um, in the area where you've focused it, which is, I'm assuming, shoulder blades sort of yeah. downwards. As you watch, it appears that the the metal rods have been inserted directly into uh, the, the body, so the flesh of the um, of the bird person, because as the feathers burn away, it starts to burn against flesh, and you burn a little bit of flesh away from the back, and you can see that the rods are starting to go inwards there, and you see near the uh, near the sort of bottom of the per- of the bird person's uh, torso, it starts to turn into uh, bird like legs, and you see that the rods follow through that and then come out just at the edges. There's a, a tip of rod that comes out of the talon at the back. Somebody got really creative in a really awful way. You said you want to throw them off the boat, right? Yes. Let's set these wings on fire then. And we, we do have two samples, so we could always take them when we get to port and sell them. Uh, Oriole pipes up from the other edge of the boat. We need evidence. Just take something. Well, we already have two of them. Exactly. So can we just please get rid of the other ones? We will, but we need to burn the wings as well. You hear from downstairs, you hear the captain shout, what's going on out there? It smells like chicken. (laughs) And that brings us to the end of this week's episode. Uh, Thank you as always to my players who make everything an adventure and a wonderful story. A big thank you to you for the listeners for listening and we hope you enjoyed it and we hope you share it with your friends, foes, families and familiars and you rate and review us on your favourite and your not so favourite podcast apps. You know, we hope you also mourn the loss of rain with us but we know that the adventures going forward will only get better and it will be stronger for it. Kut, we miss you still so, so much. And Glad you could. We hope your adventures are spectacular. Um, as always, a big thank you to Wednesday Tristan, who make us sound really good and edit this podcast. And a big thank you to Veed, whose music accompanies us and makes us sound spectacular. And if you'd like to get hold of us, you can find us on all the socials at dumdumdie, spelled D-U-M-D-U-M-D-I-E, or you can mail us at dumdumdiepod at gmail.com. Have a most amazing week filled with adventure. Okay, Okay, so Darby's doing recapage. Yep, I'm just going to wing it. Cool. Oh, great. What you don't remember what we did last week. Excellent. I kind of do. So the last thing is you actually firebolted the one that was trying to get away. Uh, It it wasn't firebolted, it was acid. And it fell into the sea. Yes, sorry. And, and that was she. after you try to kill everyone, and then yeah, and then you gave you some, and you healed. That's how I say, and you healed. You know, you were rocking those spells. I mean, okay, I'm ready, guys. And you were, what were you doing? Uh, poisoning the ocean <laughs> with your acid splash. Well, I mean, listen, if there's dragon turtles that live in the ocean, <laughs> I don't think we want to kill those. To be honest, well, also, I don't think the amount of acid splash you splashed would harm them. Difference. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>